0: Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Anime and Chill and today I'm going to be talking about Castlevania and just giving my thoughts on the series. I'm not going to be going into spoilers and the reason for that is it actually got corrupted like half of the file so none of the the spoilers were recorded so that sucks but I do talk about why I really like Castlevania and just you know everything about it as well. I do explain you know the show itself so stick around for that and i do want to say that i am in the process of moving and this was a pre-recorded episode and the audio quality might be different from the mic you're hearing right now because i did use a different mic when recording this episode so before we get to the show i do want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by audible so if you want a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial for audible the link will be in the description or you can go to audibletrial.com slash anime and chill so with all that being said let's get into the show So let's talk about Castlevania. So Castlevania is a Netflix series and in the anime community it sort of has a controversy behind it you know it classifies as one of those that is sort of in the middle in terms of if it's actually a anime you know what I mean and it's just it is it is an anime and here's why there's no such thing as an anime man anime is anything that is animated just straight up and that's a whole different conversation you know that could be a whole different topic for for an episode but just to sum it up quickly I mean you know people talk about something like Avatar you know Avatar The Last Airbender as not being an anime and I can see it because yes it is a cartoon animation um but it's it's very different from the anime style of of Japan you know And, and I'm pretty sure Avatar The Last Airbender is made by like Nickelodeon, which is like an American-based company. You know, it's it's made by some American studio, basically, and not one that would be Japan. And it doesn't have the you know the same some of the same things that an anime from Japan would have. You know, but here in Castlevania, you know, for the most part, it's sort of just like a copy and paste, you know, of that anime art style. And I mean, yeah, it, it's an anime, man. Like, yeah, it doesn't have a Japanese, uh, you know dub of it, it the original version of castlevania is english and might i add what an amazing just voice cast of characters like the the main character named trevor trevor belmont just wow like i could i can visualize these characters almost that's how well they got their voices so yeah that's basically you know what i wanted to say about is if it is an anime and trust me man it for sure is an anime Just because it's not made from Japan or whatever, that doesn't mean... There's no such thing as an anime, basically. Rick and Morty is an anime. It's just that we don't call it that here in America. So, yeah, it's just basically a cartoon or an animated cartoon. But in in reality, it is an anime. And it's much closer, much, much closer than what a Rick and Morty or Family Guy would be, you know? So, So, if... You know, it doesn't make sense to not call it anime. It literally, you could say copy and paste that that whole anime style from Japan. Okay, so that's what I wanted to say about that before we really got into the series. So I'm gonna go briefly over, you know, what the show's about. You know, what I really liked about it, um, really briefly. And you know, I'm gonna explain some of the story elements and stuff like that. There will be a spoilers section later, so if you have seen it, you know, you can skip to that if you'd like, but basically the the show castlevania follows three main protagonists basically alucard trevor belmont and cypher i believe her name is and cypher is a magician or not a magician uh, It makes me think of a freaking some dude in vegas freaking pulling card tricks or some something some bs like that but no she's a mage basically so she can do an array of spells and it really gets impressive by the end of the show and trevor belmont is part of a vampire hunting family that basically was cast out essentially like the, the whole belmont family they're looked at as you know they're they'd not exist anymore basically he's like the last one of them essentially and alucard is the son of dracula so we got a pretty pretty strange group of people for sure and here's the thing, man. I, I want to say this real quick. This kind of tripped me out. Alucard, Dracula, right? That doesn't that doesn't really like. Okay, what does that mean? There's just two names, okay? Alucard backwards, bro, is Dracula. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. But that kind of that kind of like I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> Even though it's you know. It's kind of cool. You know, Alucard, Dracula, and it's his son. So that was kind of cool. And I definitely didn't pick up on that during the series at all. So that was kind of cool. So, yeah, basically, Trevor Belmont and Cypher go down to this tomb. Or, no, let's start at the beginning. So a woman comes knocking on Dracula's castle. Uh, A mortal woman, not even a vampire, just comes knocking on Dracula's castle. And he lets her in, basically. And the woman is asking for him to teach her medicine practice. Like, to truly become, you know, one of the best doctors. So she can help people. And long story short, he does that for her. And he marries her. So they get married. They do have a child. And then fast forward even more um you know she's in the town because so, she learned medicine to help people so she does stay in the town from time to time and she helps people um you know with medical things and the church didn't like this because you know I mean they didn't know she was uh, affiliated with Dracula they didn't know anything about that but they knew there was something off with her medicine I guess and you know they they barged into her meadow, uh her like house i suppose and they're talking about you know you're this is the devil's work blah 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 she's a witch she's, <laughs> she's a witch for helping people I don't, I don't quite understand the logic but i mean yeah she's basically was a witch for helping people even though she never really used a spell or anything like that like she would never use magic to heal any of these people it was just actual like medicine practice that um that of course they weren't accustomed to so they sort of thought, like saw it as this like what is this blasphemy you know crap like, just like retarded crap like that and yeah they they thought she was a witch I guess so they burn her yeah they really burn her and Dracula doesn't like that he does not like that one bit and he wants to kill everyone he wants to kill all of humanity just for that just for the killing of his wife And I mean, yeah, that that's basically the main thing of the show Um, is Dracula really because he loved his wife. He had a son with his wife and they really killed her. And he's hated humanity because of it. And he's he's never he was never fond of humanity. I mean, it's Dracula, you know, so he's like, okay, that's the final straw, you know, time to cut y'all out, you know, and so, so he calls all his generals, okay, he calls all of his vampire generals, and he has two generals that are human, that have the ability to conjure, not conjure, but, it's a form of necromancy, where they can bring the dead back to life as, um, as these demon type spirit, uh, not spirits, but more of like, they, they don't become, they don't, they don't bring them back to life, and then they become zombies or anything, they turn them into like to, to beings such as werewolves. They turn them into monsters basically to fight in Dracula's army. And that's why he has those two humans that learned how to do that somehow, which it is explained. But I sort of um, I don't quite remember exactly how they learned how to do it, but they did learn how to do that. And he puts them to the only he puts the two humans in his in his army in his general of his generals in charge of you know the plan to to end humanity basically and all the vampire generals are like what what the hell you know those are humans why would he do that and and, and that's a whole thing and it leads to betrayal it leads to a it leads to a slew of things and yeah that's basically where I'm, what I'm, what I'm just going to say about that you know it, it gets everyone mad in the vampire well a lot of people mad in the vampire uh you know part of his it just his generals that are vampires they're, they're super mad about that so that that just creates a huge conflict that uh between dracula and his army and you know there, there becomes a rebuttal from them as well that happens in the show which is the main thing in the show basically okay so back to trevor belmont cypher and uh alucard basically trevor belmont and cypher go down into the tomb under the town basically and granted this is all after you know dracula's wife has been killed and you know he's told humanity that he's gonna kill everyone basically and uh cypher's people I, she she runs with some type of group uh i, I don't quite know who they are but there there's some type of group and they say there's legends that say there's someone under the town that will save everyone. Basically that will is going to be a part of saving everyone. Essentially Um, that, you know, that's roughly what it is. I I can't quite remember, but it's something of that nature. So they both go down there in search of that thing or person. And they stumble across a tomb and that tomb is Alucard and Alucard is a, you know, vampire. So him and Trevor start fighting, and they they stop fighting clearly i mean they're the three protagonists essentially but it doesn't it doesn't come off like that in the beginning you know you, you don't really know where it's gonna go and that's what is really good about this series all the characters really have depth to them and man just the voice acting is just so so good for sure uh they just really outdid themselves honestly and you know, at times the voice acting was so good that I was like, damn, you know, I, I, could, uh, I could see this as a live action thing, you know, like this could be as big as Game of Thrones. Um, You know, I, I haven't watched really Game of Thrones, but I think I saw like an episode and I wasn't really into it, but say what you want about it, it's still one of the biggest TV shows ever, you know um i've heard a lot of people describe it as the most epic tv show ever and i definitely think this could have been the most epic in terms of live action but it would have cost three times as much and that's probably why they animated it and let me tell you man like the fact that it's animated isn't like they didn't settle you know they they weren't like okay it's going to cost way too much you know to make this a live action let's just do an animation you know whatever who cares like no man um, this was done so so amazingly the animation and fight the fight scenes let's just start with the fight scenes okay there's a there's a fight scene in the seventh episode and, and the seventh episode is amazing like that literally bumped up the show for me a score okay that's how good that last episode was and there's a fight scene in that episode that it may be one of the cleanest fight scenes I've ever seen you know well of course in like anime or something like that but it was amazing bro and it was like two minutes of just straight action like two minutes not 30 seconds not 40 seconds like two minutes you know and, and there's not like a bunch of stupid corny dialogue like haha stupid joke here like no <laughs> it was tons so amazing and they all had interesting like there was a bunch of enemies they were fighting and there were interesting ways that they killed them you know it wasn't just like oh we're gonna kill like 50 you know 50 people with one move or anything like that no there were such interesting ways that they killed you know the enemies and you you really gotta see it to know what i'm talking about but just wow you know if you see if you've seen that scene you know what i'm talking about because that scene is just something else man and the thing with the show is the sound like the sound design is amazing as i said you know, already before the voice acting is amazing and the sound design in general, you know, what we're talking about is, you know, if it's Trevor Belmont grabbing his whip and just the crack on it and, and you know, just the footsteps, The whenever someone gets punched or stabbed or slashed, you know, and all their guts are spilling out or whenever someone's, you know, stri- uh, striking at somebody with a knife, you just all these things just sound so well done and you know it's i probably sound like an idiot describing it maybe but you know if you're if you're hearing it they really really did do an amazing job you know in terms of sound for this show in general you know the the soundtrack's great it's very dark and ominous and you know fits it fits really really well you know And the series really does do some really great things, man. The only real drawback I had, which I can't really fault it for, like I I know why, you know, it's there, is maybe two episodes. I'd say maybe two episodes in the second season, which I don't know why there's two seasons. It's like one season is four episodes and the others like eight. So it would be a traditional 12 in for one epi- uh, one season, you know what I mean? But I, I don't know why they did that. But anyways, it, there was two episodes that were just like extremely, just non, I don't want to say non-climactic, uh, but they were, you know, they were definitely just plot building. You know, I think there was a whole episode where it was more of just like, um, dialogue you know, in plot building like that, that was maybe two ep- uh, two episodes. One for sure, I can't quite remember, but yeah, man. Uh, and, and I know why they did that. The fight scenes in the show—that's where the budget went. Okay, so you can't always have an amazing fight scene or anything, and and th- and that's what the series is. You know, the dialogue. Those two episodes where there's a he- heavy, heavy dialogue is really good because it gives all the characters way more depth and way more reason to be doing what they're doing and you know it, it's just building everything up basically and yeah and uh, you know, just the fight scene man the last the seventh episode that's where the budget went they said all right let's just do let's just this is going to be a crazy episode, and no matter who you are, if you watch this, you don't, you, you know, you can hate Castlevania, you can hate cartoons, you can hate whatever, you know, animated crap, whatever, but if you, if you sit down and watch this episode, bro, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that was amazing, because honest, honestly, that last episode was amazing, and I will be getting into it, um, into spoilers, because i that that, it was just something else man that's all i'm gonna say all right so basically with all the reasons i've just you know talked about i really enjoyed this show for sure and at first i was gonna give it like a seven you know around the sixth episode i'm like okay this is it was a good 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 show good story good characters you know good um good animation good good everything good sound. But, you know, there hasn't really been anything that really just blew me away or anything like that. And then Mr. Seventh Episode came along. And wow. You know, I've already said, but just wow. And then that came along and that boosted it up for me. That that definitely deserves just a point as and of itself. So ultimately, I'm going to give Castlevania an 8 out of 10. You know, they really don't do anything wrong. Like, there may be you know one or two episodes that are a bit slow um just because you know there's a lot of dialogue going on but it's not like it's slow in terms of plot building like there is plot build up there so it's not like it's just a bunch of bs you know you know you're not getting any fillers here for sure but um yeah so maybe the pacing there can get a bit slow for some which is understandable but overall i just don't know what they did wrong you know they didn't they didn't do anything really wrong here sound design amazing fight scenes amazing animation really good you know story isn't is the story's good man for sure and just these characters and getting to see dracula and what happens to him when i say what happens to him, i'm talking about what he goes through like dracula becomes the most humane character you know he's the most sympathetic character he's the most relatable character and, you know, that's not really expected, you know, you don't really expect that coming in, you know, that Dracula is going to be the, the the most person, the person that's going to show emotion the most, you know, so they just did really amazing things with this series. So I, I'm definitely going to have to give it an 8 out of 10. So thank you all for listening. Unfortunately, the spoilers for this episode got corrupted and that audio just isn't obtainable as this episode was recorded a while ago so that sucks but i still got to give you guys my thoughts on castlevania and i really recommend it and think you should watch it so yeah that's all i got for today's episode guys thank you so much for listening and yeah i'm out